It's time for the Dead by Rap Pod. Dad bod rap pod. We are back with a special episode. Uh, all of you are special, uh, as am I, but this is a special episode dedicated to the Tree Fort Music Fest, which we still smell like potatoes. We just got back from <laughs> Boise. And uh, this episode is dedicated to talking about our experience at the festival, which was effing amazing. And we'll get into that. My name is Damone Carter, aka Dim One. I am joined by Mr. Nate LeBlanc, uh, who is now known as Two Mask. That's how he uh, <laughs> that's how he rolled through Boise. How's it going, Nate? I'm good. We were uh, lightly inebriated in the streets of Boise, and this girl <laughs> who's from Idaho asked me, so we're outside. Are you, like, really sensitive about COVID? Like, why do you have your mask on? And I'm like, yeah, I'm really sensitive about COVID. Like, <laughs> this is the first time I've left my house in uh, 16 months. I'm in a red state. Like, this stays yeah. up unless I'm physically drinking something. Oh, like, that's so funny. Do you have a COVID sensitivity? Like, it's gluten? Like, you right. could fucking die. <laughs> like, it's not a sensitivity. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Uh, also on the program, as we have every week, Mr. David Ma. What's good, man? Hey guys, um, not good to be back, but um, you know, good to be here with you guys. Um, you know, like what you were saying, Damone. Yeah, we had a very, very um, wonderful time in Boise. Um, looking forward to going back, and uh, you know, we're gonna share some of our experiences today. So, looking forward to that. Absolutely. So it was kind of a whirlwind last week, at, yeah. at least a whirlwind for us. What you need to understand about this trip is you're talking to three working stiffs you know, who have day jobs. We do a, we do a great podcast, but we have these day jobs and tree fort music fest was an opportunity for us to kind of hop off of our everyday uh, merry-go-round and just kind of be gone for three days. And so um, it actually started with the pre-trip. Nate and I went to check out Arm and Hammer and open Mike Eagle at their um, show at the independent in San Francisco the night before. That's what we're doing. Now we're gonna hold up. We got a little technical, technical issue. San Francisco, what the fuck is the deal? Cali's been very good to me. What up? What up? What up? Then we we flew out um, on what Mike Eagle calls uh, Indie Rap Soul Plane. We, we, it was uh, the dad bods, Open Mike Eagle, and Arm and Hammer on a tiny plane, which only had 12 rows. Don't forget Video Dave and his hats. Damn it. Video Dave and his hats. <laughs> and so, so we're, you know, we're at SFO Airport, um, just, you know, and just some of the best rappers in the world are walking up. And I'm like, this is not an average Wednesday for me. Totally. This is a high grade. <laughs> Am I right, Nate? Wasn't it like, oh, oh totally. Wow. It was like surreal from the first moment. And I actually right. took the whole week off work and went to L.A. with my wife and saw some friends and did some fun stuff and ate like amazingly well. Um, L.A.'s food scene is just 
just unfuck with the bowl. So I actually was in that vacation mode mm. way earlier and way longer. Mm. And it was just like I, I had like this magical week. It's like, oh, is this what life would be like if I right. didn't have responsibilities, basically? <laughs> I was just thinking that too, Nate, because I was like, you were in L.A., then you're doing the Arm and Hammer, and then now we're in Boise, and now it's like, yeah. God, it would it would be nice if that was sort of the trajectory, though. Just like, me going was... to a show the night before I go on vacation is like unheard wow. of. Totally, like, yeah, totally. Completely unheard of. But I was like, I, I want to see the shows back-to-back nights. I want to see the show in this venue. I had already bought the tickets when they came out because I'm a big fan, and that's what you do when you're a big fan of someone. So I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, shout out to uh, um, Art Fucks uh, on Twitter at Art Fucks, uh, <laughs> who I'm sure that is not his given name. Uh, it's Ray, correct? Right. I, I don't. Want, yeah. Um, or maybe he doesn't want me saying that. No, call him Art Fucks in the streets. <laughs> uh, we got a chance to kind of hang out a little bit. Um, and, and talk rap stuff. So we we appreciate seeing them out there. We also saw someone named Jordan who kind of dapped me up and kept them moving. But um, yeah, you know, we, uh, we appreciate Chris missing Linker as well. We chatted mm-hmm. for a minute at the end of the show. That was cool. So got to meet some of the some of the dad bod community in real life. Uh, cool. I met Nappy Nina as well. Yes. That was cool. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, that the 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 journey started there, but it ended in the mean streets of Boise. Yeah, yeah. So Dave Ma, we know this is just a regular Wednesday for you and your <laughs> your jet setting travels as a journalist. Have you covered a music festival before, Dave? I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I've covered like big music shows. You know, what I mean, um, I mean. I mean, not a festival in this regard. Like I've covered okay. Rock the Bells and things like that, which are, I guess, music fests as well, but not like a four day music festival out of state. You know what I mean? Oh, OK. Um, OK. And, you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of Billy Woods, but I didn't think he'd be sitting behind me on the on the plane ride there. It's just crazy, man. It's nuts. Um, it's like nuts. Nate was saying, like it was kind of surreal, like at the jump. It was crazy. Yeah, it it, it just kind of felt like, oh, this is different. And yeah. we oh, are going to lucid. There's yeah, music, by the way, the <laughs> just hanging out at, at gate yeah. B12. Yeah, just, <laughs> just kicking it. Uh, so, yeah, so we we, we get to Boise, um, which, uh, you know, it's it's different than where we're from. San Jose, California. We'll just say that for starters. That was an understatement, oh, yeah. understatement of the uh, program. Um, and so for those who haven't been, Tree Fort Music Festival, I believe, is five days um, and they have. All kinds of stages, over 400 bands uh, performing, and uh, of which uh, Armin Hammer and Open Mike Eagle were two. Um, so we get there, we, we kind of get connected with the Tree Fort folks, um, and we were off and running. I think we may have had one or two or four drinks. I I, I lost count. Dave, you're <laughs> you're a, an alcohol connoisseur. The drinks are cheaper in Boise, you know. Correct. The drinks are cheaper. Um, I think they're I think their uh, sales tax is like four or five percent. But just in just in general, um, pricing there seems to be like from the 90s. And I mean, that in the best way, because you want cheap stuff. Right. But um, yeah, like, for instance, like one of our late night drunken purges, we went to uh, uh, and had pizza. Um, I think it was called the pie hole. Mm-hmm. Can't, I can't believe I remember that. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I, I think I paid for dinner and everything was like 30 bucks. I mean, yeah. slice, yeah. slices were literally 
two dollars and ten cents or something big spender yeah <laughs> that's that's the time when you want to step up be like i got it bro i got yeah. this guys don't, I got don't guys. even sweat it uh <laughs> another thing that made that place seem out of time was they had mellow yellow on tap right mm-hmm. that is just unheard of where we yeah. are from it, i yeah. was like i don't understand what is going on right now where do you I even should... get a palette of mellow yellow syrup? Totally. Know? Yeah. In, in Idaho, uh, apparently. Um, <laughs> and so, so yeah, uh, downtown Idaho or downtown Boise, excuse me, um, is. Oh, can I interject one thing yeah. real quick? I don't know if you noticed this. People like us who are not from there call it Boise. The people who know what's up call it Boise. Did you guys Boise. notice people doing that? They hit oh, the no. S. I did not know. we do. Boise. I did not know. I think, I, I think. It's like how people from Missouri call it Missouri, and like they, they, okay. it's it's like a code. It's a it's a thing between them. They know what like the they locals. know how to call. Okay, okay. Well, now I would, we I would say th- this is not true because we're from San Jose, and I always say it like that. It's like a raw. It, we've turned it into one word. Yes, right. pronounced like it's San Jose. But we call it San Jose. <laughs> San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. San Jose. Anyway, uh, uh, but they actually they... called their place right, and they hit the S a little differently. I okay, noticed. Okay. Okay. I did not notice. So our time, know. our time in downtown Boise uh, <laughs> was very interesting. They they rep BOI as their their uh, their city um, abbreviation, so everything is like boy. Um, uh, like skater boys, boy, yeah. later boy, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but yeah, it was. It's a very, it's a very interesting town. It definitely seems like a place um, that is new. Mm-hmm. That is a new kind of urban development. Right, everything right. Looks very shiny, very uh, clean. We were commenting. Clean. We did not see one unhoused person uh, at all, which I was kind of like, he's somewhere. He's he's creepy. Right, totally. Uh, we saw one sort of raggedy, transient-looking dude, but also might have just worked there. Yeah, about to say, but his set was at four fifteen. Did a, <laughs> did a He's actually time. from Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he plays the old time uh, clothes washboard thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of town it looks like. It has the old west kind of feel a little bit, which for a black person is slightly unnerving. Oh, um, but yeah, but we we were kind of hanging out, people, groups, uh, other journalists from all over were were there. So. It was like a really cool scene. We're hanging out, having drinks, uh, kind of getting ready for the first shows of Wednesday night, which were um, what, what did we see first before Arm and Hammer and, and Open Mike Eagle was later? We saw Kelly Finnegan. Oh, that's right. That's and it's right. actually it was billed as monophonics. Monophonics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And th- this really cool thing happened. I had almost forgotten about this because like a lot of stuff happened after this. But there was a moment when he was they were wrapping up their set, which is kind of like a San Francisco based soul music from a dude from LA who thinks he's from Mississippi. Exactly. And, yeah. and we, um, it started raining, right? It's like the sun went down behind the stage. The sky was really pretty. And then it started raining these big, big drops, drops, yeah. like just enough to kind of like make like cool you off and give you like a little cool moment. I remember, leaning over to Dave and I was like, is this about to turn into Woodstock 94? <laughs> like, are we going to, are we going to be like Washing wrestling in the mud? In the mud? Um, I, was, I, was, I was already shirtless by that point. So. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I, we couldn't find Damone and I was like, Oh, is, is it because he has a wet, like a white t-shirt on and he doesn't want people to see him? <laughs> oh, my wet t-shirt contest. Uh, no, oh, because man. I don't, I don't fuck with rain like that. I was like moisture. 
Oh no, sir. Get me, out, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gone. The, the first drop that hit. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I will not be wet in these streets. Yeah, um, I thought it was, was cool. I thought it was fun. I thought it gave it a little resonance and like, For it's sure. like, oh, anything can happen. Well, we're, we're from San Jose, California, San Jose. And it hasn't uh, rained for like three years. It, it hasn't totally. rained. <laughs> so for us, we're like people from actual like places with weather. Like that's not fucking magical. That's like a Wednesday night. But it, it doesn't totally. it doesn't rain. So I was like, oh, at first, I swear to God, I thought somebody was sloshing beer. Right. And right. Me like, too. Me I thought too. it was a mistake. Yeah, yeah like, I was I threw an elbow to the guy behind me immediately. <laughs> uh so he's he's nursing his rib we, we caught the monophonic set um which which was interesting um and then gosh it's so hard to remember I know, these things i know well i mean it's not like we were on a bunch of <laughs> never mind things uh, we uh, then, then we traveling. ate then we interviewed mike then we went to the shows then we saw mike then we saw arm and hammer that's right and that's that was right. our night yeah. And you know, the other thing is they they were very, very kind and gracious and gave us a little um, side room uh, recording private studio right. um, in, in this sort of complex where it seems like that's where they organize that sort of their uh, meeting place. And uh, it was really nice. Like we had our own little private recording room. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, we could chill cool. out in there. We recorded a bunch of extra content stuff for the show that you'll be hearing about soon. And we it was just nice to have a home base. Absolutely. And um, we had not podcasted in real life in, in some time. So it was interesting the first time that we got together and kind of like recorded a show in over a year. Oh, um, far over a year. Yeah, since way more than Feb- a year. Since March of 2020. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah. It, it was a really good way to start it back up again, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Absolutely. And now we're back on Zoom. <laughs> now we're back to Zoom. I know. We're back uh, in San Jose. I'm at my work office. Yeah. Fuck this yeah. shit. Fuck this shit. Yeah. So there, there's definitely a, a, a bit of a hangover. But um, we we got to talk to Open Mike Eagle, which you've, of course, heard already um, in our previous week's episode and Video Dave as well. Um, they're touching moments with Nate and Video Dave and shoes and hats not yeah. all really properly captured on our podcast because we're it's all right. Uh, I don't live learning. life to post it. I just live my life. Um, you guys don't want to know. My <laughs> that was an IG quote. My <laughs> funny thing I uh, I realized about video, Dave, he uses V.A.U.D. for his stuff. I don't know exactly what it means, but it's because he cannot just compress his name down to V.D. Smart, uh, smart. Nice. I was that like, is... I was writing down my my notes, and I was like, okay, episode one eighty eight, OME and VD, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not for OME's sake. Uh, see your doctor for uh, <laughs> for information on that drug. So yeah, so we were uh, we were fortunate enough to catch, like Nate mentioned at the top, uh, Open Mike Eagle and Arm and Hammer two nights in a row. The Wednesday night in Boise uh, at a club called Neurolux, which is a it's a pretty cool divey little spot. You know what I mean? That that became our spot. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of uh, there for the the duration of our time. Um, And when we got there to try to catch uh, Open Mike Eagle set, just packed, just so so packed. It, It was it was incredible, and also pretty frightening for those of us with COVID sensitivity. Very unnerving. Very unnerving. Yeah. So I, uh, I have like COVID yak disease. <laughs> right. Like, come on. Um, yeah. Line down the block and everybody, everybody wanted to see Mike and Dave, which was great. Um, 
they you know they worked their freestyles into their show and people yeah. were really responding to it and it was, just, it was just great it was fantastic i love yeah. you know i love the the insight where you when you asked dave about like how he triggers the 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 uh, visuals and stuff and sort of like his approach to that that was great man and i thought thanks dude. um and i thought you know as as a spectator i thought they i thought it was great they they put on a great live show it's just yeah, cool, man yeah. it's like indie rap shows is often just dudes stomping around right and like right. it's nice to put a little bit of thought into it and you know i'm not gonna let this go un unremarked upon when we talk to mike about it he's like you know i saw what he don was doing i saw what yeah. other cats were doing exactly like, you exactly. can do a little bit of a show you can do a show kind of on a budget like you right doesn't away. have to be a big production there's no yeah. fireworks you don't need you don't have to have like rock star aesthetics you know what i mean like but you know just a little something besides um the instrumentals of your songs and a mic would help yeah yeah you know yeah and that's definitely the the open mic eagle show um I, I found that there was there were new wrinkles in in the second night that kind of made it a, a little bit special. So mm. um, that was super cool. And then uh, I would say that the club kind of emptied out a little bit. I'm not sure if Boy Say uh, really understands who Armin Hammer is, but uh, the room kind of cleared out a little bit. Armin Hammer does their sound check. They came on seemed like an hour later. Right. Um, but. One thing that I, I will definitely remember about the Arm & Hammer live performance is Elucid is really a force of nature. Like 100%. Really, he kind of, I'm not going to say carries, but he is is the um, the the battery of the Arm & Hammer live show with his physical movements. Um, You're right. He, he does this kind of sing-soggy thing that almost sounds like alternative uh, sound gardeny type stuff, but he he pulls it off. It totally, it, it really, it really works. And um, and I'm it's just, cool. It's cool to see them hype man each other's yes, right, right, set right. and like when they choose to punch in and when they don't. And yes, yes. Uh, Woods in particular goes and crouches by the side of the stage mm -hmm. to like literally seed the spotlight to elucid in a mm -hmm. way that I think mm -hmm. is really interesting. And I don't know if it's kind of an energy conservation move, like, you right. know, hopefully, <laughs> right, hopefully right. when their tour is done, we can catch up with them and kind of ask them some of this stuff. We weren't able to connect with them while we were there, but I, I think it's, it's very cool. And like, they're very much a group, but they have their solo moments and that's totally. evident on the records and it's evident live. Totally. I remember us walking away from it and just being like every every song, there's like 30 things you take away and think about, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, to your point, Damone, Elucid is fucking phenomenal live. And that's something that, you know, I never even thought about because I'm just mm -hmm. a really big fan of his recording stuff. So um, but to see him like perform those songs live, I mean, they're already intricate when you listen to him. But, you know, he does it with his eyes closed and just. Yeah he is like sitting in these pockets literally it feels like and um yeah it was great and you know he he's a dude of a bigger stature so um right. it, it just felt very uh present. power yeah, yeah there exactly. was there was a, there was a power there and um you know i would say there were probably four or five cats in there who like knew who Armin hammer was right kind of could it's and we are three of them <laughs> uh that could like kind of sing along. But what I found really interesting about a lot of the music fest is um, the folks seem to be just out to listen to music and to vibe with it without any prior knowledge that didn't, that was not a factor. It wasn't, I don't know how else to say this, but kind of like Spanish 
there wasn't a lot of sing-alongs, but people were still hyped and enthused. And I think it goes to show like when you bring a music festival to a town that's hungry um, for that type of activity, it just seemed like people, no matter what the act was, they yeah. were I, I had a couple of thoughts on that because I'd never been to a music festival before, certainly not as an adult and certainly not with like the little wristband thing where you can just like yeah. get in anywhere you want, which is like actually really nice to have. And I kind of want one for life if that could be yeah, arranged. Exactly. We can. Um, uh, I know. So, guy. <laughs> the um, you see parts of shows. Like yeah. you see, you yeah. see so many parts of shows. And like, yeah. I often was the one in our group where I was like, okay, we're good. I've decided yeah. you guys have had yeah. enough. Let's go. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I usually want to eat. It's like, yes. I, we, <laughs> we, we can watch this band we kind of like, and we've kind of heard of, or we could go eat, you know, yeah. and like, I'm always, almost always going to choose to go eat. Um, and then it's also like, what is your vibe? And the festival is programmed very eclectically. But our vibe was like drunken shenanigans. <laughs> so there was some music that was just too serious for us. Oh, like, that's a that's sure. a great. We tried we it. we tried a couple things and we kind of exchanged glances and we're like, I kind of just want to go stand on the sidewalk and crack jokes right now. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to be in this serious thing. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, right, that's so. Right. That's but so I have to funny. say, like off off the hip hop path, like I really enjoyed the most of the Japanese breakfast that uh, same, show that we saw. Same. And we, I uh, did read her book over that course of that time, mostly on the flights. So I felt really like connected with her and wanted to see her and vibe with her. But then we had to make the Japanese Brexit and go eat. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we all like, well, I'm sorry, Dave and I got our minds blown by Modu Mokhtar. Yes, like this yes. like guitarist. I don't like guitar solo based music, but this dude shreds so hard. It was so sick. And it was at midnight. It was awesome. Of the, a long day of right. things happening. And like he, he was incredible. So I just have yeah. to give shouts out for those bookings. I was uh, felt very fortunate to be there because, you know, like like you were saying, Nate, there's so many different bands there, literally like 400. So to to be there like as everything is apexing at the end of the night literally every, everything is apexing and um I, I it felt electric like his guitar was like like going through the crowd it was it was incredible and that was the first time i i heard of him and saw him and subsequently um has de have definitely checked out his stuff so i'm i'm always glad to like leave with some new music you know dave's going nomadic he's moving to the sahara <laughs> desert uh, i bought a guitar today uh, yeah i'm yeah. trying to think of anything else we saw where we were like oh, okay this is amazing and i kind of think that was our list we did we you know we were there for basically one full day and parts of two others and yeah um, right. I, I do want to give a shout out to our adopted home neckar coffee Yay. oh yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah without that place i don't think i would have done anything um <laughs> coffee was great music was great vibe was great there, lighting yeah. was great like i was i'll think about that for you know i actually should have bought something from like a mug or something um, our first day there they they played swan lake as we entered and then yeah. while we're having lunch they played 93 till so it's yeah. like what is going on dude? Yeah, you, guys are totally. you guys are pandering <laughs> yeah and i'm and i was i was totally here for it shout out to uh Neckar coffee and also the yogurt parfaits, which are on point. Uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting time. We kind of got just to like freelance on day two since we had kind of seen the the rap acts that we wanted to see, uh, and we got to kind of just hang out and talk about some exciting new ideas for the pod uh, that you'll be hearing more about um, in the coming days. So 
all in all, great experience. I really uh, want to give a strong shout out to the Tree Fort Music Festival organizers who put it together, who invited us out. Um, apparently, there's word that they may be doing it another one in early 2021. Yeah, I would uh, go so far as to say, if you like music and you can get there, you should check this out. Like, totally, and I, totally. I, I do not give my, many things my endorsement, like especially we, live things. Totally. Like right, it's, right. it's it's well run. It's clean. It makes sense. It's not complicated. They have a mm -hmm. lot of good music. The people are nice. And like, right. it, like you could not go like and I, I say this in a good way. You could not go like 10 feet without a volunteer offering to help you with something like yeah, totally. they, they were yeah. ready to like assist you if you right. needed something. And I often needed things because I don't know what the hell was going on for most of the time <laughs> we were there. We had like 50 bracelets that allowed us to do things. <laughs> yeah. But who knows what the fuck? You know, totally. Yeah. We're like, well, at one point we were trying to go into this, the, the ale part. And I just like went up to this assistant. And I'm like, I don't get what is going on. Like. I showed her my wrist and I was like, do these mean anything to you? <laughs> it was this young teenage girl and she kind of wound up like she had, she was going to give me the spiel. And then she was like, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I just got here and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. What you, what you appreciated the candor though. For so sure. funny. I was just like, that calls it, dude. Let's just leave. Um, so we just went and found some other a, a weird bad thing that happened to us was they had this breakfast place that had looked like on Yelp had these amazing cinnamon rolls. And not only was it closed when we walked like, you know, five blocks to get there, the people sitting outside went psych. No, uh, trolling. We, we almost threw down for brunch, dude. I know. Dude. <laughs> I was like, like no, no one's talking to you, dude. Shut yeah. Fuck I, up. I was like, oh, are we moted? Right. Yeah. Like, is, is that what just happened? Like, did we just get moted in Boise, Buttocks Idaho? Moted. I know, dude. I was like, th th uh, another thing that made it seem out of time. Totally. I was like, did you just say psych real loud? <laughs> exactly, dude. What are you like? Are you going to do like, your your mom joke? on me it's like your your mom wants a cinnamon roll like, <laughs> i bet she would uh, oh man no it was it was uh it was good times uh we we definitely like had a good time just being there and experiencing it um and who knows this i i could do this maybe twice a year yeah, I, I could do a music festival thing. Other maybe fests, you want your Other thing fest? covered? You want us exactly. to talk about the food in your town poorly? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what's it called? What, one thing I will say, it's a little sappy, and I hadn't really thought about it during, but now that we're home and kind of processing everything that happened, I was telling one of my coworkers today, I was like, my main memory of this three days is us walking around these streets just laughing uproariously. Yes. Totally. Yeah, totally. A little yeah. happy, yeah. but like we, the three of us, like, really needed to hang out in person and like we had a very good time like 100 we're, we're funny and like we were cracking <laughs> jokes like the entire time it was totally. so fun just to do that like Damone called it before we left our retreat for the year and I don't do retreats and think they're kind of lame so I didn't get why people do that but now I kind of do you know what I mean right, yeah. Right, right. yeah if you drink enough um a retreat can be a really Oh, relaxing man. enjoyable space to like again we hopped off the merry-go-round we were able to um to think about things a little bit differently and i think we're a better podcast for it yeah. um and we returned in one piece i i don't know how how i did it because i don't think y'all did it but um i somehow avoided the killer hangover like i was just i was right there i was right there every oh, night oh man 
and I just you I, went I, home I, early on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I walked I re- back. I remember Friday morning in the hotel lobby, the the elevator doors open and Nate comes out with his chest hair flashing, <laughs> his, his hair is disheveled. And it was like, yeah, we're, we got wasted last night. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Someone someone asked me how I felt and I couldn't even gather the words. I just did a winding up thumbs down. I'm like, no, yeah, gonna it, go. that's, that's a no that was perfect, though, Nate. That's a no ski on talking right now. Totally. Get me to neck our coffee. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So but we we survived uh, three middle aged dudes at a music fest, which sounds like an indie film. Uh, We we look forward to doing more of it in the future. Again, want to give a shout out to the Tree Fort Music Fest folks. Be on the lookout for when they do their next music fest. Couldn't recommend it more highly. Um, With that being said, we are going to cut to an interview uh right now dad bod rap pod um this week we have a special bonus episode about our time at the tree fort music fest in boise idaho um i am here with marissa lavelle of the tree fort team marissa how you doing hello i'm doing well how are you good oh good thanks um i wish i was still on vacation seeing music (laughs) and partying and not having responsibilities but you know here we are (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's start off by, can you just kind of tell us a little bit about the history of the festival and, um, you know, how it got started and how it got to where it is now? Yeah, for sure. So Treefort started in 2012 as the first festival, but I guess you could say started being planned in like fall of 2011. Um, so next March will be our 10th festival, which is pretty exciting. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was really just, it was kind of four people that were working in different areas trying to get more happening in Boise's music scene and um Eric Gilbert who's our festival director had been in a band called Finn Riggins that had traveled all over the U.S. um and honestly he was like just DIY booking a lot of his own shows um they were playing like 200 plus shows a year and so he got back to Boise and felt like he had a lot of favors <laughs> to repay um to all these bands that had hosted them and you know let them crash on their couch and stuff um and at the same time Lori Shandro um who's also one of the co-founders she had lost her husband in a plane accident and wanted to do something in his memoriam and so she was actually thinking about opening a venue called the Duck Club and so she was working on that Eric was working over here just like booking a bunch of shows and they got connected um with two of the other co-founders and he was like what about a festival and so the first report was supposed to be one day, then it was two days, and then it actually ended up being three days because you just kept booking shows. And like, um, it was really just so, you know, musicians and artists could come and check out Boise and like play for a new audience. And also so that the Boise community could, you know, see artists that they, that might not stop in Boise at that time. Um, Cause it was, it was pretty much like a drive through city. People wouldn't stop and play in Boise. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's really like, it's grown to be, it's five days now. Um, we usually have about like between four and 500 bands. And then in addition to music, we have 11 forts. So it's things like ale fort, food fort, yoga fort. And those are just like communities that have popped up in Boise over the 10 years and are reflected in our festival. Amazing. Um, if you can set me and us straight on something, I was kind of noticing this while we were there and I'm really noticing it. Well, I'm speaking to you outsiders like us call it Boise like it would be with a Z you guys (laughs) hit the S in this very specific way is that like 
people from there know how to say it? Like, do you use that to determine who's who kind of? Totally. Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a shirt in, that is in town that's it says Boise, but it's spelled B-O-Y-S-E-E, which is like how locals pronounce it. But yeah, that's totally a thing. Nice. <laughs> Boise, Boise. Nice. And um, how, do, how do I ask this part? I guess like, um, do you work year round to build up to the festival and like how do you decompress after such a extensive work like it's just it's a crazy yeah. week for you I have to imagine yeah. <laughs> yeah especially this year um yeah this year is especially long because like we've been planning the festival for 18 months because we postponed it twice so um but usually we we take like a month or so off and then we start booking the other bands because um the other thing about tree fort is probably about like I don't know, 60, 75% of the bands actually are get on the lineup by submitting their music. So like they apply to play. Um, and then we have like a listening committee that listens to all the, that goes through the applications, listens to all the music, and then they, they choose the lineup. So um, that takes a long time. I'm not on that committee because it takes me long enough to just listen to the lineup. <laughs> but um, yeah, so they start listening to music and we, you know, we open those submissions like, 10 months in advance of the festival nine ten months so then they're like listening to music and yeah so we we got like a month or so off but this year we have like no time off because we're doing another festival in six months (laughs) nice that's amazing uh what was your favorite show that you saw or are you able to watch music during the week yeah I do it's it's like we have this kind of unspoken rule that it's like you also your job is also to go to the shows <laughs> you know what I mean and everyone gets to be like I'm not available right now I'm going to the show and don't bother me <laughs> um so I mean Arouge Aftab was so amazing so amazing she was like someone that I was really stoked to see and it was like totally exceeded my expectations um Spoonbenders was a show that I kind of like I had listened to him a little bit and I was like that sounds cool but the show and I ended up like buying their record and shirt um, the Black Tones also was who I was just like dying to see and they were amazing and um, it's hard to just choose one but those were all I loved all of those so much. That's fantastic. Um, given the circumstances of the postponements, the pandemic, just people's kind of still hesitancy to be in public and to travel and to um, you know get out of their comfort zone do you consider this year's edition to have been a success yeah definitely I mean it was just so needed and we've gotten quite a few messages from like artists and attendees that were like oh my god I needed that so bad and it was so nice to do it and like people felt safe you know um and the cool thing about Treeport, like the way that we utilize different venues you could have someone could have very easily just stayed all outside the whole time and seen like a ton of music and some really amazing music so um I think that that's the cool thing about tree fort is you can kind of like tailor your experience and I mean you can always do that but you there's so many things going on at once that like you were in a, a venue that felt too crowded you could so easily just find something else um, yeah. so yeah I mean we definitely did we we our festival was smaller this year but we had planned for it to be that way and um I mean it just happening was so important to us and a lot of people so I mean it was a lot I heard so many artists say like this is the first live show I played in 18 months yeah and that's like that's what they do that's their like lively not only is it their livelihood but it's like how they find joy and yeah so it was 
that alone just made us feel so good and yeah. definitely successful. That's so cool. I don't know if you were out and about at this time or if you remember this happening, but we all had a pretty cool little moment. We were watching Monophonics on the main stage on Wednesday and right as the sun went down, it started to rain for like two minutes and like big yes. fat drops. And that when, that was when I was like, okay, I'm not really on a press junket or like a <laughs> podcast retreat right now. I'm and. I'm part of something special. Something really cool is happening right now. And I was it was just like a oh my god, outside, fun, music, yes. other people. I needed this. So you can add our three votes to the we needed this camp. Yeah, um, I'm so glad. That's a I yeah, I do remember that moment. And it was like just something about that, that like two different weather happening and yes, it was yes, that was really confusing in the cool. best way, I would say. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Idaho weather. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have rain anymore where we're from, so it was just very welcome to see water falling from the sky. Okay, um, wrapping up, what is next for Tree Fort Music Festival? Yeah, so we're doing another festival March 23rd through the 27th. We are already working on it. <laughs> We already have been. So, um, is it Tree yeah. Fort again, or is it a different project? Yep. Or okay, nope, it's Tree Fort again. So, okay, it's, so it'll, this it'll was last Fort year's and, festival, and yeah, now you're is, doing this year's. Yep the this one that just happened was our March 2020 festival. Okay, um, that went through like so many different iterations. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were like all really excited to have a clean slate and just do a new festival. Um, and do it like to the fullest extent. It, it, this was pretty scaled down for us. So we're doing like 500 bands, all the programming, hopefully. Um, yeah, and then we're also opening a music venue, Treefort Music Hall, in um, summer 2020. So that's that's what we're working on right now, and we're we're really excited about those. And tickets to Treefort 10 are actually on sale right now. All right, everybody, go grab those. We had an amazing time. Uh, Marissa, just want to thank you personally for taking care of us while we were out there. It was really great to meet you, and we just had such a great experience. Hopefully, um, you know some of our listeners are underground hip-hop heads will uh, consider <laughs> tree fort to be part of the map of uh, how you get to see the music while people are out there and uh yeah just want to thank you very much it was great to meet you yeah thank you so much it was so much fun having you guys we'd love to have you back anytime right on thanks so much have a great uh thank you downtime if you can call it that <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much tell the other guys hi too will do bye thank you bye Audio.